1: And recruiting. And extensions. Oh, yeah,
0: that thing. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Jimmy, only Nick Saban can do this, where we are in the middle of a softball national championship run. Dare I say we're either the favorite or the second favorite, uh, even though we play an elimination game today. Um, And we have a pitcher that throws a perfect game in these World Series. We get a commitment. From uh, the best running, one of the best running backs in the South, um, in Le'Veon Moss from Baton Rouge, by the way. And Julio Jones, maybe the greatest wide receiver in Alabama history, arguably, is traded to the Tennessee Titans to be with Rashawn Evans and Derrick Henry. And none of those stories holds a candle to Nick Saban signing an extension to 2029.
1: Yeah. Um, I think so. I mean, I, now it's not that I'm not excited. I couldn't be more excited. I, I hope Nick Saban coaches at Alabama and, and, you know, and he, no one has earned the right to coach as long as he wants to. I mean, as long as he wants to coach, he should be here. I just don't read into it as others do that, that this means he will only be here through that year. I mean, I think these things are often extended as a, um, you know, recruits, you know, to indicate yeah. to recruits, yeah, to indicate to recruits that there is no impending decision to retire. He's going to be here for the foreseeable future. Uh, I, I don't take it as some sort of a an announcement that he intends to coach at Alabama until twenty twenty nine. He he could hang it up at the end of this year, or or he could coach into the two thousand and thirties. I don't think this. I don't think this proves anything. That's what I'm saying now, other than he's enormously well-paid, deserves every penny of it. And again, I'm, I'm really happy that apparently uh, Nick will go out on his terms when he wants, and uh, I- I'm excited about that. But I don't read into the contract literally like others have been doing on social media.
0: No, I don't either. Um, in fact, I could make the case – that it's a little saddening in the sense that it is, it's is—it's a reminder that his tenure is finite when I sort of like it being ambiguous, like, when's he going to retire? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, you know, who knows? I mean, it's crazy talk to even think about retirement. Well, now we've put on there 2029, and Nick Saban even said something in his um, press release about the contract this assures that Terry and I will be here through the end of our careers. And I, I don't. again, I don't think that necessarily means that 2029 is it, uh, either that he makes it that far or that he doesn't quit sooner. But it sure made it seem more finite. And I like the idea of Nick Saban screwing with every other person's head in the SEC and in the country where they're like, is this cyborg ever going to retire? <laughs>
1: I'm sure he hears – I mean, these kids that he's recruiting against, Clemson for and Ohio State and Georgia and LSU are real recruiting foes. Uh, those kids are are constantly told that uh, that Nick will soon retire and that Nick won't be there to see the end of their careers, and they shouldn't sign with Alabama because of Nick Saban because Nick's going to retire soon. This contract extension was Nick uh, explaining to the world that there is no retirement that is impending or planned. Uh, and uh, he that, that he's going to continue, and we'll see as as to when that ends. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I used to be convinced that one more national title and that was going to be it for him. Uh, I think that was something that had crossed <clears throat> his mind as well, and I think his mind uh, had changed. I think COVID changed a lot. I think these kids he's recruited has changed a lot. Uh, the game has changed, and he's changed with it. I think he enjoys some things now that he used to not enjoy as much, uh, and they're very content in Tuscaloosa. Look, he has, he ain't moving out of here to coach somewhere else. I mean, they're they're set in stone. I mean, their their family, the gr- the kids, the grandkids, his parents. I mean, every, every, or his mom. Every, everyone is there, you know, in Tuscaloosa and Birmingham, and to say nothing of the car dealership. So I know this. He's not coaching somewhere else.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, Jimmy. And here's the other thing that you would think the transfer portal rules would um, would be a, a bother to Nick Saban, right? Like a headache for him. I think it's the other way. I think this is like – this is a perfect timing for him to have these transfer rules because now when he does have a hole, and it's very rare, Alabama has a hole in their team. Um, although, you know, in 19, we we certainly had a hole in the middle of the – of the defense with the linebacker situation. Um, Multiple times we've had a kicker hole. But um, now, because of the transfer rules, we can get somebody from anywhere to plug and play. And so it's not going to be a headache like when Dylan Moses gets hurt before the 2019 season. Um, And so did, uh, who was the other kid from Memphis that got hurt? whose name escapes me right now.
1: Josh McMillan. Josh, Josh McMillan. McMillan, yeah, excuse
0: yeah. me, guys, I've been on, I, this is no shit, Jimmy, I have, been, I drove, left Birmingham, drove to Alec City, left Birmingham at four in the morning yesterday, drove to Alec City, uh, got in a truck, drove to Washington, D.C., spent the night, got up, unloaded, got an emergency call that I had to go to Baltimore and pick something up, went to Baltimore today, and now I'm just getting on Interstate 81, as it stands Tuesday at 2.29 in the uh, p.m. So I've literally lived in a truck for a day and a half. So I can't remember things like my name or Josh <laughs> McMillan's name, things like that. Um,
1: Man, you've seen but, some real yeah. traffic in D.C. and Baltimore. That's some real Man, traffic. Seen
0: stuff. I'm going to tell you this. I've seen some stuff. Seen this, <laughs> is, this is this driving cross-country stuff is, is wild. But anywho, um, yeah, it's, I think, that the the transfer rules that we're gonna, that everybody just assumed will be headaches for Clemson and Ohio state and Alabama are perfect for Alabama more than anybody now, because this makes so much sense that Nick Saban can fill a hole quickly and easily. And all he has to do is have a, a high school coach, all an old high school player. I know that that's tampering, but everybody's tampering. Oh, right. We all know this. So, <laughs> I mean, I think it's kind of beautiful. Um, and, As the NCAA and the powers that be and the media continue to try to make rules to hurt Nick Saban, they keep throwing him in the briar patch, a la Brer Rabbit, for those who don't know Uncle Rima stories. Um, And he keeps kicking their ass with it. I mean, it's hilarious. But, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, When we come back, I want to talk about our new commitment. All right, everybody, you know the drill. All the parts your car will ever need, rock auto. Yes, that's right, rock auto. Go to RockAuto, go to RockAuto, go to RockAuto. I've heard good things about repetition and advertising. I'm trying it right here. Go to RockAuto.com, R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com. You can get all the parts your car will ever need. Get that timing belt, that chassis, that rear view mirror, whatever you need for your, what, 2014 Taurus? You should probably look into a new car, by the way. Um, Yeah, go to RockAuto.com. They can help you with all of that. Where it says, hey, how did you hear about us? Put "Locked On in there. We would certainly appreciate it. RockAuto.com, all the parts your car will ever need. Now I want to tell everybody about Lucy. Lucy is a nicotine company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. There have been a lot of them that suck. This one doesn't. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors. Wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate, all delicious. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors. Cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Okay, that's six kick-ass flavors right there. And you're going to find something that you like. Look, get to get 20% off all products on your first order, including the gum or the lozenge, you need to go to lucy.co, okay? That's lucy.co, and use the promo code college. Use promo code college at lucy.co. That's not lucy.com, lucy.co, lucy.co. So you need to go there. They want to help you out, and you know you need the help because everybody needs to wean themselves from smoking. You just got to, and Lucy can help you do this. Lucy is there to help you. And his name, Lucy, I've never known anybody that that's not trustworthy with the name Lucy involved. Go to lucy.co today. All right, buddy. Uh, Very surprisingly to me, at least we got a commitment yesterday after our podcast, I wanted to do an emergency podcast and talk about Le'Veon Moss, but I was just too damn tired, Jimmy. I couldn't do it. And, uh, (laughs) but I've watched his film very, very, very early this morning. Ooh-wee, I'd be liking this guy. He reminds me a lot of, of, of TJ Yeldon, but maybe a little faster. Wow.
1: Uh, I like him a lot. Uh, did, we, we, I, I wouldn't even say it's ironic. Uh, I, I thought this could be coming. So about a week ago, I uh, put up a, a, a post with his tape on Crimson Country Club. Uh, knowing that this was a good possibility. Uh, So I watched his tape last week and commented on it then. Uh, I think he's a modern back. And what I mean by, you know, he's not Derrick Henry. He's not Trent. He's not even Najee, you know, in in terms of being a big physical guy that just plows through tacklers. He's more of a make you miss or, or, or he'll outrun you. Uh, and he's going to be really good catching the ball like TJ Eldon. So I like the Yeldon cop because to me he's similarly sized with similar speed. He might be, like you said, a, a step faster than TJ. So I, I like that cop. I don't really have a cop I like more uh, yet. Um, I think he's really good. I don't think he's a five-star um, in other words, I thought Kamar Wheaton w- you know, was a was was a, either a real five-star or very close to it. I, I don't think Le'Veon Moss is, is quite as good as Wheaton. I have him rated behind even Emmanuel Henderson, but only because of for one reason, Emmanuel Henderson can play other positions. And while I'm not saying Emmanuel is going to play other positions or should play another position, the fact that he can is such a, it's such a, a beacon of his athleticism. Sure, what kind of an athlete Emmanuel Henderson is, is that he could be a really good DB. He could even be a wide receiver. Um, that's why I like Emmanuel so much, um, and, and, and I have him ahead of Moss, but just barely. To me, Moss is more of a straight-up running back, even though he's a good athlete. Um, I will say this. My favorite trait about Moss is when I watch the tape. I can't decide whether I like him more running inside or running outside. And that's a heck of a compliment. He's sort of equally good at both.
0: My favorite trait is that he's from Baton Rouge and Nick Saban continues to go in there and get dudes from Baton Rouge. (laughs) I think that's funny. Uh, It is funny. He he is ranked the number 93 player in the country. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's funny to me that you say I have him ranked behind Emmanuel Henderson. And I'm not sure if like, maybe I'm not in on an inside joke, but like, not doesn't everybody have Emmanuel Henderson written yeah. ahead of him
1: or am I, I guess it's just that um I think I've been what's perceived as negative on Emmanuel Henderson because I'm always bringing up other positions with him and I've compared Emmanuel to on Johnson a lot and for some reason with Alabama fans that turns them off, I guess, because I'm comparing him to an Aub. But Carreon was the SEC Player of the Year and is still in the NFL with the Detroit Lions. I mean, it's not insulting. No, he's not with Detroit, all.
0: by the way. He's not. He's oh. with Philadelphia, I think now, right? Oh,
1: really? Okay. I, I yeah,
0: Detroit know. let him go.
1: Okay. Well, I don't keep. I don't keep up with the obs, but uh, he was. He, he was with Detroit. I do know that. Um, I, I guess when when I say I have him behind uh, Emmanuel Henderson, I think. Some people that listen to me might be surprised that I say that. Yeah, I realize Emmanuel I think is a five star on the composite and is like the 25th best player per the composite, and 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 Le'Veon's in the 90s. So you're right. I, I'm not making news when I say I have Emmanuel ahead of him. But I think people that have listened to me talk about Emmanuel might assume I would like Bell more as a running back, and and but no, that's not, that's not true. I mean Moss. I keep, I keep wanting to call him Le'Veon Bell. I wonder why? But uh, Le'Veon Moss. Uh, is a very good prospect and in terms of where he's ranked to me, that looks about right. I mean, in a, a top 100 yeah. player, a top 100 player, which is a hell of a compliment to me. If you're top 100, you are elite. Uh, and he is, uh, now, if, if you want to talk top 50, now you're starting to talk about freaks. And, uh, I, I think he's short of, he's short of a freak. Uh, and I'm with you on that. However, again, I do give him some extra points
0: playing in Baton Rouge, not just for the yeah. LSU factor, but because they play some damn good football there.
1: And, Absolutely. He plays against good competition every you, week.
0: Yeah, and if you can run away from some of those dudes, you gotta remember that's where guys like Christian Harris played, you know, Dylan Moses played. I mean, dudes played there. So uh yeah, I think if you can you can play in that in in that high school system, you, you can play just about anywhere. Meanwhile, um very quickly, Elon Robinson Transfers to Texas, which I find interesting, going back to my tampering conversation. I have no problem with it. I'm, I'm, I mean, hey, go, go do you, Keelan. I, I'm for it. And I'm for his going to Texas to play with Sark. I, I have no problem with that. That makes a lot of sense to me that he's going with a coach that knows him, um, going with a coach that will utilize a back out of the backfield. And I think Keelan Robinson, you know, obviously he's got good receiving skills. We moved him to receiver for a minute. So, um, and now what's going to be fun is we play Sarkeesian, we play Keelan Robinson, and, of course, Bijan Robinson, who may be the best back in the country next year, uh, at Texas in 2022. So um, I, I'm sort of – I'm pro the drama. I guess the <laughs> one issue I would have in my perfect world, if, you, if we're going to do this, you can transfer, you know, anywhere you want to and be immediately eligible the one caveat I would have for everybody in any conference anywhere is that the team you transfer to cannot be on this future schedule uh, for the next two years. I think that would be fair enough because if you say, okay, they can't be on the future schedule for three years. Well, by that time you've had enough turnover where you've probably changed some of your terminology and whatever. Um, but I think that it should be something like at least a year, and I think two years is better. But having said that, I, look, hey man, I'm, I'm for Keelan Robinson getting an opportunity. So,
1: yeah. yeah, I mean that's where he picked, and that's fine. I I, I hope he does well, and I hope Sark does well. I know it'll well. I think the fans that were upset about what he said about Tuscaloosa again live in some sort of weird planet where they don't understand context or reality. What do you expect SART to say at Texas booster meetings? Exactly. I mean, that, that's not, hey, I've got something to say about Tuscaloosa. Get the Houston Chronicle on the phone. I mean, th- this is at booster meetings, you take shots at other programs for comedic purposes. You're trying to get the boosters feeling good and laughing and everybody's having a good time and, why people get upset about that i mean thank goodness that what nick saban has said about other programs or 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 whatever in these booster meetings isn't reported because again and it's not because he's we all know what kind of how respectful he is of other programs to the press uh but those those comments are not for the press they're not for the public it's for that specific audience and Kills me how people get so thin skinned about that. It's just and it's it's kind of true. I mean,
0: I've been to Austin. Austin's and Austin's weird, and you know, they even make bumper stickers, keep Austin weird, and they've done a damn good job of that. I mean, they kudos. Y'all y'all knocked that out of the park, the weird shit. Um, but they have good food, they have a lot of bars. They got uh, they've got a really bad homeless problem. But, you know, guess what? Sarkeesian ain't going to bring that up. He's going to be like, yeah, we're pretty kick ass, except for all the homelessness issues we have. He's not going to bring that up either. I mean, he's going to say good things about Austin and shitty things about Tuscaloosa. It's when you start dating a new girlfriend, when she says, hey, you know, what do you think about me versus your other girlfriends? You say you're the best I've ever been with. You don't say you're the fifth best I've ever had. And I'm talking about it in the last year. You don't ever say that. You make lies to make things seem better to the people you're talking to.
1: That's and right. People might... don't take that. And, and what does Texas brag about? I mean, he couldn't take a football shot at Alabama. He can't yeah, take is... a football shot at Nick Saban. About the only thing there is that Texas has Tuscaloosa beat is the Austin Nightlife, which is world famous. Austin Nightlife is literally world famous. So that's what, what they have that's better than us. So, of course, that's where he went.
0: Well, if I if I was him, the only thing I'd be worried about was Nick Saban saying something like,
1: of course he likes Austin better. The bars are open later. <laughs> yeah, right. right. And that's funny. Hey, and in that context, that joke would be fine. I mean, again, it's a joke. And God, I read Alabama fan reaction on, so, so Sartre burned his – Saban didn't even raise an eyebrow he, at anything. Not only that, Jimmy, do
0: you remember – and I'm, I mean – I don't want anybody to get up mad when I say this in this context, because I'm saying something Sabin said and was recorded saying um, years and years and years ago. I mean, maybe a decade ago, he said something like, and he was talking about um, what we call a, a true Cajun. He said, I ran up on this coon ass guy. And it, right. he didn't mean it in any, there was no racial undertone at all. That is something that is like a euphemism for a Cajun kind of guy. And mm-hmm. when he said that, people took that that one word and like tried to run with it. They tried to run with it in a racial way first and that didn't work. And then the, the some Louisiana people tried to run with it and, you know, saying, oh, that's what he thinks of us. I'm like, guys, that's, that's I've been to LSU games. That's Y'all say you that think. shit to <laughs> everybody?
1: Yeah, that's what you think of you.
0: Yeah, I mean. That's,
1: yeah, it, that was, again, man, people just love to make Mountains out of molehill. They, they want to do any, anything that they can perceive Nick in a negative light they're, they're, they're going to do. But thankfully, he's been so successful. Uh, I think there's less of that now than there used to be. Like we talked about in the last show, I think there, there's gotten to the point where a lot of people don't like Nick and they root against us. But, but there's, there's a respect for Nick Saban out there as, as, as the GOAT.
0: Jimmy, let's go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we got to talk about Julio Jones. All right, it's time for some Built Bar talk. Built Bar, B U I L T B A R.com. These things are delicious. They're nutritious. They're good for keto diets. They're good to maintain or to lose weight. You can go either way with this. And uh, trust me, I've seen you. You need to lose a little weight. It's okay. I do too. But Built Bar is helping me out with that. They got this new grasshopper cookie flavor. It's the bomb. It's awesome. Covered in chocolate, got little sprinkles and stuff on it. It has some mint taste to it. It's delicious. Go check out builtbar.com Use promo code LOCKED15. That's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off that order at builtbar.com The prices are already really low, so you can try all their delicious flavors. they got like more than 25 flavors. But if you use promo code LOCKED15, you will also get a 15% bonus. That alone is worth just giving them a shot. I want to thank all the listeners that have already done that. You guys are awesome. If you haven't, well, what the hell are you waiting on? All right, buddy. I don't know if this is right or not. Um, I every time I want to say somebody like an Amari Cooper or a De- Devonte Smith is the best wide receiver in Alabama history, or some old timer wants to say Ozzie Newsome. Um, I I, I want to say Devonte Smith. I really do, and then I want to say Amari Cooper. But boy, every time I say that, it's like my my heart is going. Yeah, but what about Julio? And I'll go, oh, I don't know if I can. Even though Julio's numbers, they they kind of pale in comparison to those other two guys, right? I mean, I don't know if pale in comparison is the same is the way to say it, but they, they aren't up there. But see, we all know that had Julio played with somebody like a Tua Tungvaluwa in college with multiple other weapons that defense had to focus on, Julio Jones would have broken every record and probably every ankle of every defensive back that he played against. So yeah. um he was he was a, a man child. He was amazing. Uh, as um as Aaron Suttles, one of the friends of the program says, he's the best athlete I've ever covered. It's not particularly close. And I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um and now he's going to Tennessee. And I look, I, I obviously Julio at, at 30 or 31 is on the backside of his career. We understand this. But A.J. Brown and, and, and Julio and, and Derrick Henry on the same field at the same time in the same offense seems like it's unfair.
1: Even with uh, Ryan Tannehill, who if you just stop using the, the, term, the name Ryan Tannehill and just looked at his numbers, you would think you're talking about Patrick Mahomes because Tannehill's numbers are good. I mean, and, and they've been good since he's been at Tennessee and they put a good team around him. So in my mind, he's also playing with an elite quarterback. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited just because, I mean, I don't have favorite NFL teams. I root for the Alabama guys. And now we've got a team full of Alabama guys I root for. It happens to be a team in the South. Got a brother in Nashville. I already root for the Nashville Predators. Uh, To me, I'm just – very excited about about this, and uh, I will definitely be watching some Titans games this fall. In terms of where Julio ranks, I, I try to bring this up all the time, and it's a good, not an argument, but maybe a good point to make about who's better. What if I asked you or any number of Alabama fans, who, is, who would you say? If, if I gave you two names of Alabama quarterbacks and I said, who's the best quarterback in Alabama history? Joe Namath or AJ McCarron, what's your answer? I mean, most people are going to say Namath, but I answer. I mean, most, most, yeah, most people would say Namath. Would say Namath go with either Mac or, or Tua, uh,
0: but yeah, I know what you're saying. I get what your point is.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the point being that, yeah, Joe Namath is a better quarterback than AJ McCarron. Joe's in the Hall of Fame. And AJ's never gonna be in the Hall of Fame, in the in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But when you look at what each accomplished at Alabama, AJ runs laps around Namath in terms of individual awards, the Heisman Trophy, passing yards, touchdowns, wins, championships. AJ's resume dwarfs Namath's in terms of what he accomplished at Alabama. But people will universally say that Namath is better because it's hard not to factor in what happened on Sundays you know what happened in the NFL so so that's why i think that in terms of like who's our greatest receiver when people want to include Julio i understand it totally but they're also kind of taking into account what's happened in the NFL and answering joe namath when the real answer is aj mccanny yeah no i agree with you. i agree with what you're saying there um, regardless, I'm with you. I
0: root for Alabama dudes in the NFL. I don't really have an NFL team. I mean, I have some teams I don't – I you know, like I don't really like San Francisco that much. Um, I, I don't really like the Giants that much for some reason. I mean, I really like – you know, but for the most part, I'm just sort of aware uh, of the Alabama dudes are. And now that they're all in Tennessee, I think it's brilliant on Tennessee's part. Now their they're five best players, in my opinion, are – a Mississippi State grad, three Alabama grads, and an A&M grad. And I know when a- Kenny Hill played at A&M, they weren't in the SEC, but people still count that. So I think that yeah. that's pretty smart marketing on their part to get SEC dudes. Um, and I know they'd love to get some Tennessee dudes. If they ever put somebody else in the NFL, they'll get them. But they, <laughs> but they, they hadn't put anybody there. Uh, so
1: right, they, didn't, they didn't uh, give away their first-round pick, so maybe they take Henry To'o To'o in the first round next year. That'll yeah, I will satisfy their Tennessee and their Alabama guy and their Alabama fans.
0: <laughs> All right, man. Um, that'll do it for this podcast. Hopefully, tomorrow we'll be talking about the beginnings of the uh, College World Series for Alabama, uh, beating after beating Florida State. But you never know. Roll Tide. Roll.
1: Roll Tide.